Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another week of Behind the Plays. I am your host, Davion. I also go by Davion O.W. And here with me again, week after week, is the NFL legend, the, the miracle worker of the football society, Eric. <laughs> I think you're gassing me up a bit too much. I went 8-6 and six this week, but hello. True, I am better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just objective now. Um, yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is. Uh, but we are here. I'm excited for this week. Um, unfortunately, we had a, a win streak go go uh, go down into the ground. I'm sorry. Um, after such a such a great win, it's a great win against the Chargers. It sucks to have to walk in Atlanta and lose to some team that likes to foul. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I uh, I can't stand the Falcons uh, because this is the one game they picked to not Falcon. Yeah, this is the one. The game one game they're the playing game. the Broncos. They actually played well, and I was like, wow, of course right, you will. Right, of course. Stupid Atlanta. Darn you, Atlanta. And they almost falconed. They almost did it. Yeah. you guys won by, like, what? They lost by, you guys lost by what, a touchdown? We lost by a touchdown, yeah. Yeah, they almost falconed, because they were up by, like, three touchdowns. Yeah, they were getting and awfully then, close. And then some, I don't remember what happened, but yeah, they almost falconed. I think it was, I think it was the, uh, the illegal formation or, like, a false start or something. It was a, uh, yeah, the, the Broncos had a terrible final drive. Yeah. Like atrocious. You hate to see it. They could have won the game, too. That would have been yeah. nuts. If they would have done that two weeks in a row, I would have just folded. That would have been lit. Um, but we're here with week nine wrap-up, week ten predictions. I didn't have to deal with any heartbreak or excitement this week as the Eagles decided to sit at home. Can't, but they did have two cases of COVID. Can't lose week. if you don't play. Yeah, COVID is, is rapidly spreading throughout the league, like, really badly. Yeah, we had we had two cases. We had a I think it was um Epps. Uh, I think that's his name. Uh, Marcus Epps is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marcus Epps. He caught COVID and then um one of our trainers had it. Oh, okay. Nobody else has it and they didn't close down facilities or anything, but so everything is okay. Uh they so I mean, oh no, we don't have a safety. It's almost like that dude didn't play at all whatsoever anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, so um we should be still go to we still be we still should be good to go to travel to New York to play the uh, the Giants this week. But uh, that's something I saw. There were some schedule changes, but I didn't have a chance to look at them. Um, but I didn't think it involved COVID. I think it involved people sucking. Like they they flex games out. Um, I just don't remember what they did or how they did it. But they did was, flex games starting like week. I think so. I got a notification about it. Um. Well, that could change uh, the things. I, I just, I, um, let me double check. Um, NFL Week 11 changes. Yeah, we don't have to deal with it until Week 11. Uh, the Colts-Packers game got flexed to late afternoon. Oh, that's it? Uh, week 11 changes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Capital One ad. Arizona and Seahawks uh, were flex or uh, were still Thursday night. Uh, Tennessee, Baltimore are still a 10 p.m. game. Uh, Patriots, Texans still still one. Uh, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Washington are all 1 p.m. games now. Uh, Cincinnati, Washington was an afternoon game, like a four, like a like a 4:05 game, but it got flexed because of the Packers, and they got flexed. Uh, they got flexed to 4:05 on Fox. Gotcha. So those, those, I think those are the changes that may, were made, or something like that. Um, Chiefs Raiders is still f- Sunday Night Football that week. 
and then Rams Bucks is still Monday night. So that was just the only thing I saw. Okay, so uh, it's just time changes. That's plus. fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll live with time, time changes. changes. Nothing due to yeah, nothing due to COVID. But um, we're starting to see some teams get flexed out because I suck. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Move on and move on throughout the weeks. Uh, but we are heading. Uh, we are going to wrap up week nine here, and um, let's kick things off in San Francisco, where the 49ers took on the Packers. Also, I'm extremely sick. Just throwing that out there now. If I sound like not entertaining at all whatsoever. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll bring the entertainment. I'll, I'll get some, like, uh, I don't know, like, clown beeps and <laughs> funny noises to make or something. I don't know. Do it. I'm gonna, I'll put that in the, I'll put that in the uh, post. post. Edit that in? Just edit in a little, like, a, yeah. like a clown horn? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. I got you. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, so uh, we yeah Thursday night the Packers beat the 49ers 34 to 17. I mean this is a game that was super close to not happening, which is interesting yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 it was uh, because of the Niners having COVID, right? Yeah, the Niners caught the the case of the Rona. Um, I mean Aaron Rodgers gave them his schlong. Yeah, honestly, like this is a this is a really good game from Aaron Rodgers, which is good to see, especially after a rough week. Uh, he went three hundred five yards, twenty five for thirty one with four touchdowns. Like, I mean, yeah, he he popped off for sure. Uh, Nick Bowles didn't play too bad this week either. Yeah, no, not at all. <clears throat> it's it's just. This I think this is a little bit of a this is a great game for the Packers because this is a team they lost to twice last year and got absolutely mollywopped twice last year by. Um, and now I don't think this is the same 49ers squad at all from last year, but it's good to see the Packers winning this game because I I, th- I think this was a must win not just for records wise but for moral re- like moral and in confidence reasons that the Packers needed to win this game. Agreed, and especially since they're going to go play the Minnesota Vikings, who are riding a high right now. Into going into this next week, it's really important for them to win this game. Uh, they played the Vikings um, last week. What? Don't they play the Vikings this week? No, they play the Jags this oh, week. Oh, the Bears play the fucking Vikings. I told you guys I was sick. <laughs> no, they, uh, I mean, they're playing the Jags Sorry. this week, which, I, again, yeah, is a little yeah, bit more of a tune-up game for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you got Packers and Colts. You got the Colts coming up week 11, and then you got week 12. They play the Bears in Lambeau on Sunday Night Football, which is always, always, always a big game. Yes, always, 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 and it's always close. Like it doesn't ever have to be like they they either team could be sucking, and it's always like an entertaining game. Yeah, just because that's how rivalry games are. Exactly. So um, I, I think for confidence reasons, this is a good game for the Packers to win. I still think they're one of the better teams in the NFL and in the NFC, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. They're in a great position to still make a playoff run, um, especially since the Bears lost this week too. That gives them that big gap. They're now a full game ahead of the Bears, I believe. Yep. Yeah, the Bears are five and four and the Packers are six and two. Yep. So we'll just have to see until the Bears have their bye week, which isn't until week eleven, uh what what like that gap is really looking like truly. Exactly. So like it's a full ga- game right now. It could go to two with the Bears bye week coming up. Um especially since mm-hmm. the Bears have a not a you know, a super walkover easy opponent in the Vikings this week where the Packers do. That could even widen the gap even more. Uh, I think the Packers yeah. are poised to get a playoff spot. Um, looking like maybe the three or two seed right now. Yeah. So both those are going to be good for the Packers. I could see them making it fairly deep into the playoffs as well. Depending on who they get round one, because again, like we just still have to figure out. Okay, so they get the two seed, but like, 
could we see them play someone like the Cardinals, the uh, the who else is like later in the in there like the Rams, the uh, potentially the Saints, Saints, you know? yeah, like or Bucks at that at this point based off of what I've seen recently, right? So like it's just it's just an interesting. Uh, very interesting experience for them to see how they what they can do. Like I, I think they can go deep, but they're not going to have any pushover opponents in the wild card round because now that the two seats have to play in the wild card round, no, no easy, no easy dubs. This NFC is really competitive at the top. Uh, but I think this was an interesting game, an interesting thing to notice that the this 49ers is the first team to be below 500 in the uh, NFC West. Yeah, it only took nine weeks, right? Right. That's crazy. But uh, I mean, they've they've had injuries, they've had problems, quarterback problems, uh, they've had COVID. Like the Niners just got really unlucky this season, and I hope they they don't take this uh, as a negative season because winning four games with what they've done so far is a positive in my eyes. Yeah, I agree, and I don't think I don't think they'll. This is their peak as well. I think they'll win more games too. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, all that matters is that one of their five L's was to the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, moving right <laughs> along was the Texans and the Jaguars. Uh, this was a actually uh, kind of a surprisingly good game. Uh, the Texans win 27-25. to 25. Both of the Texans' wins, only two wins this season, are against the Jaguars. I thought that was interesting. Oh, that makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, Jake it's Luton, Jake Luton came out and later. threw, I think, what, like a 76-yard touchdown pass to DJ Chark on the first drive. I think even the first play, if I'm not crazy. And then Deshaun Watson comes out and just does the same thing. Uh, it's like it was a crazy back and forth game right at the beginning. Um, of course, Gardner Minshew being out of this game, their backup Jake Luton getting his first NFL start, I believe. I mean, he didn't have a terrible day. Jake Luton, he went 26 for 38, 304 yards with uh, a tutty and a pick. And Deshaun Watson had a pretty good day, too. He went 19 for 32 with 281 and two touchdowns. Um, Deshaun Watson also led the team in rushing, too. Ten carries for 50 yards. Well, I mean, David Johnson is their running back. So. David Johnson also, I believe, got hurt this game. Because Duke Johnson oh, has sorry, more carries than him. I apologize, David Johnson. I didn't mean anything rude. <laughs> except for the fact that you're also starting running back for this team. Yeah. Wow, they really had a 57-yard touchdown to Brandon Cooks and a 73-yard touchdown to Clark. Or Chark, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it was an interesting game. Um, Surprisingly, very surprisingly, back and forth. Which I think was kind of good to see, given that these are kind of the two losers of the of the AFC South right now. Yeah. So it was an interesting really game. I you know it wasn't the worst game to watch over the weekend for sure. It came down to a failed two point conversion. Mm-hmm. That's nuts, yep. bro. Yep, really good game. Wow, I'm mad I missed this one. Never thought I'd say that about the Texans. Yeah, I believe it or not, I wasn't like this was not at the the priority top of the list to watch yesterday no, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. At this time, so... Wow. Well, then. <laughs> yeah, good one for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of a an all-for-nothing game, though, really, because I don't think either of these teams are really in a good position to make playoffs. Um, the Texans are going so through major changes. I could see the Jaguars going through major changes. I mean, yeah, they need to look through some coaching, maybe potential changes. Potentially. I mean, uh, I, they need some significant roster changes, point. too. Yeah, they need help yeah. like, everywhere on the field. Um, so this is this is definitely definitely gonna be an interesting time to be a Jaguars fan. Honestly, a Texans fan too. They they I think they started the changes appropriately for what the Texans needed. So 
Um, but I think this game was just about draft position at this point. Okay, I lost the game. Cool, I'm getting a better draft pick. Like, mm-hmm. that's just that's my mindset when it comes to this. Like, they neither of these teams really, I guess, cared about winning, if that makes sense. But like, you know, both teams care about winning. Yeah. All right. Um, Next up, we got Giants yeah, and the Washington football team. Giants win 23-20. to 20. Uh, Giants' only two wins are against the football team this year, which is also that's interesting. What I was saying. Yeah, you said that. I was like, wow, we're going to have to say that about another team in about 10 seconds. Right? <laughs> um, Kyle um, Allen got hurt this game. I, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Prayers up for that, man. I'm, I'm happy it's just a dislocation. Yeah. It's, a disloca- were, it's like a dislocation a, and a minor a fracture or something like that. I thought there was a – I thought his – ankle was in shambles yeah but um dislocation and a minor fracture you take that injury exactly yeah this was a uh enter alex smith who did not really have a great game but it's always good to see alex smith playing um he went 24 for 32 first touchdown in two years yeah first touchdown in two years he threw three picks (laughs) right yeah that was the thing is he threw three picks that's the only thing um but terry mclaurin that touchdown was mostly terry mclaurin too like i really like him as a receiver like that was him getting loose that was him being slippery that was him being how terry mclaurin plays like terry mclaurin is a phenomenal receiver yeah he's really good in the slot uh, but the problem is I don't think he's a number one receiver. If that makes sense. I think he, he lines up better in the slot. Yeah. So like if you could put him, you could put him in the slot and you can get like someone like Cam Sims going, who they did get going like as big targets, like that team is going to be, that team's going to be good once they figure out what the hell they want to do at quarterback. I agree. I think they need a little, I think I like the Redskins defense, or excuse me, the football team. I really like their uh, defensive line too, but I think they need more help in the, the, the back eight, back seven, however you want. I don't know their defensive scheme off the top of my head. But I really like their yeah. defensive line, but that's about it. Um, I think they yeah. could use a little bit more help defensively, too. In the secondary. Yeah, secondary and the linebacking core. Um, I know, I believe they're shopping. Um, who is it? What am I th- trying to think of? Ryan Kerrigan. I've heard that they're shopping Ryan Kerrigan. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense for this team that wants to get younger. Yeah, for sure. Ryan Kerrigan's not too old, is he? I don't think he's so. I want to say he's probably while. going on like 30. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah. Uh, he was born in 88. He's 32. Okay. Okay, maybe he's a little older than you've been in the league for a little longer than I expected, bud. Daniel Jones had a decent day as well. Uh, he didn't throw any picks. He didn't throw any picks, which is a good sign. We always a good thing to That's see from huge. Daniel Jones. He <laughs> went uh, 23 for 34 with 212 and a touchdown. That one touchdown going to Wayne Gallman, who I – that's the first time I'm pretty sure I've ever said that man's name. Wait. Who? Wait, exactly. Wait. He threw his one touchdown to Evan Ingram. Uh, Not according to the stats I'm looking at. You are looking at wrong I stats. am looking at rushing stats, aren't I? Have, yeah. I have Evan Ingram on my fantasy team. I know for a yeah, fact he, I am looking. I am, I am looking at the rushing stats, aren't I? Yes, I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like four, 14 well, receptions still, for 68. God down. damn, this guy popped off. It's because he's a running back and had 14 carries. <laughs> I mean, still, that's pretty decent for someone who I, I know clue. Like 14 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That's average 4.9 yards a carry. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a good day for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, you call it. You call that. You call it a successful day. This wasn't the worst day for the Giants at all. I mean, obviously they won, of course. Um, seeing Alex Smith out there is always a good thing to see because. I, that was that was potentially a career-ending injury he had, and I don't really see him doing a whole lot else with his career in the future, though. 
I could see him being like, you know, kind of a little bit more of like a backup mentor role, kind of very similar to like what Josh McCown yeah, turned like into. McCown. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who, by the way, yeah, um, I, I heard he just signed up. He signed with the Texans, I think. Yeah, I, I, it was very recent. I, I was very sad about that. He was definitely a um, I knew he was in, he was gone, but he was. Like yeah, with the Texans on as a something. And then he signed a contract with someone. Yeah, was it the Texans? Yeah. Did it you is. know that his middle name is Treadwell? That is a, a fire last name. That's a <laughs> or middle name. Yeah, Joshua Treadwell. Yeah, what's McCann. your name? Joshua Treadwell McCown. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man, that's a fire name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So he's playing for the Texans right now, which is crazy. Do you think in high school he went by Tread? <laughs> probably, probably. Or like JT. <laughs> JT McCown. You never know, JT McCown. Uh, I feel like that's just something he would do. Yeah, that, that's very Josh McCowney. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, uh, I was very happy to see. Um, I, I again, these are divi- these are both division rivals. I'm happy the Giants won because it puts football team at only two wins, and the Eagles have three wins. And you know, just for our sake, we need to have the easiest time of our lives, right? Yeah. Now, okay. But I, I'm I'm happy for Alex Smith getting on there and getting a touchdown, 24 for 32. Unfortunately, three of those missed passes were indeed interceptions, um, and they were all his fault. Yeah, they I were bad interceptions for sure. Um. 23 for 34 from Daniel Jones. You know what? I'm very happy for Daniel Jones. Like, I'm genuinely extremely happy he had a good day. He ran the football, didn't fumble. He uh, he didn't run the football well, but like he didn't fumble. He uh, got enough protection to get passes off. He didn't throw any interceptions. I mean, he didn't lose a fumble. He fumbled, like, twice this game. But he didn't lose a fumble. Like... This was this was this was a good game from Daniel Jones from what I've seen yeah. from him. And I'm very happy for him. This team's scary once they get uh Saquon Barkley bat in in, in O line. Like they need to draft o- offensive linemen in this draft. That's all the Giants have to do. They have a very scary young team. Sterling Shepard's a good player. Darius Slayton's a good player. I think Daniel Jones is a solid player with protection. Um Saquon Barkley, we all know what he's capable of. And like this team's solid. I just they just need Evan Ingram even is is solid. He just needs to you know work on his hands a little bit at the tight end position. Like you you can't be catching fifty percent of your passes. That's just not something you can do. Yeah. Um, but like Giants are pretty good. They have a good future. Yep. They're not good. They they have a good. Oh uh, yeah. I I so, yeah. It, Giants it, fans, they're not screwed. Giants fans, you have a bright future. Yeah. They're not screwed. They they need to get some offensive linemen. A little bit of help on the front four in defense. I think they're going to be solid. Their secondary even isn't that bad. They. They've, in the last like three games, they forced like eight interceptions or something, not some nonsense like that. Like, it's not terrible. Like what they played the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Red, uh, the football team. Mm-hmm. They're all back to back to back. Yeah, who did the Cowboys play last week? Giants, right? No, they played the Eagles. How did the Giants play last week? The Bucks, the Bucks on Monday night. Yeah, they played well against the Buccaneers. Surprisingly. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady threw an interception that game. Like, they're forcing turnovers. They're just not doing anything with them. Yeah. There are pieces there, and it's just they need some kind of semblance of connection. Okay, Tom Brady didn't throw an interception. I take it back. I take take all of it back. Daniel Jones threw to him. They lost it. It was a fumble. They forced another turnover. They're forcing turnovers. You you understood what I meant. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I think this is going to be interesting. Um, this just in. <laughs> Bengals claim defensive end McKinley off of waivers. Oh, Tack McKinley? 
Tack McKinley. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, that's fun to pick up as uh, as I get the notification from NFL.com as we're recording. But yeah, the Giants have a bright future. I like them. I I, I hate that they're going to be good eventually. Yeah. So, who knows? In two years, the NFC East is probably going to be competitive. All right, we got next up. We got Ravens beating the Colts twenty-four to ten. Um, the Colts were in charge of this game for the majority of it, for the first half of this game, and then there was that one pick by Philip Rivers, where Philip Rivers became the uh, last line of defense, and uh, by last line of defense, I mean he's the final hurdle. Mm-hmm. And from then on, it was the Ravens were in the driver's seat. Um, Lamar Jackson had a pretty good day. He had he went 19 for 23 with, for 173 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. But at the same time, like 19 for 23 is really good. That's really consistent. And they're moving the ball. Um, yeah, he had I a mean, rushing they, touchdown they as well. Anyway. He had a rushing yeah. touchdown too. So they, they had a rushing touchdown, a, a two rushing touchdowns, one from Lamar Jackson, one from Gus Edwards, and then that defensive touchdown. And then Justin Tucker, the leg, kicking that uh, mm-hmm. field goal. That accumulating all 24 of their points. Like, this was definitely, uh, I think, a very must win for both of these teams um, for yep. playoff positioning, potentially. Because right now, these are probably the two teams with front runner, front runner teams for AFC wildcards. Yep. So, this was kind of a must win for both teams in order to kind of maintain that status and possibly even potentially still win their divisions, respectively. Of course, they would need a little bit of help. Uh, but... This was definitely a must-win for both teams, and ultimately the Ravens came out on top. Um, Phillip Rivers had a not a great game through that really bad pick. It just kind of felt like the Colts couldn't really get anything going, and the Colts' defense was doing enough, clearly, but the Colts' offense was st- was stagnant. Right. Um, I just... Uh, when you're in control of a game like this, and you're defense you basically give up a, a defensive touchdown which sucks it's very hard to swing that momentum back because your quarterback is philip rivers yeah um i don't think philip rivers is atrocious but he's not he's not good when it comes to swinging momentum like we saw that from the chargers last season like every time they would have leads what happened get rid they'd lose it like that fumble that fumble uh loss for a td kind of sucks because they were like they didn't score anything else for the rest of the game like a field goal that was it. Like, yeah. Everything else was just like, hey, I threw an interception. Hi, I went three and out. Hi, I went, I got a turnover on downs. Hi, I went four and out. Like, that's just tough. Just tough. Tough pill to swallow. I think it's, that falls on Phillip Rivers, though. Um, I mean, and I don't think the Ravens do anything other than they score. Like, when I say, when I see Lamar Jackson not score any touchdowns on the, through the air, I'm like, okay, so what do you do on the ground? Like, yeah. Like, that's always my mindset because they usually like they like to run a lot of QB sneaks and they like to run a lot of options and that like 30, Lamar Jackson likes to take off too when nothing's forward. open. Yeah, and he he can do that very well. Exactly. Like, I saw yeah. that when I, when they played the Eagles, like they can they can move right. He can move. We uh, we know that. Like he's not bad for a running back, so it's pretty <laughs> solid. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the Colts, on the other hand, uh, I think their w- potential to win the division is not completely out the window. The problem is, is that they're gonna have to win consistently now. And beat the Titans twice. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, I think their only chance is if they beat the Titans twice. But it's not completely unheard of, for sure. No, and we've seen what the Titans are capable of choking at at right now. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But 
Titans are on like a two game skid now, so Yeah, no. Did they win last week? No, they beat Yeah, they lost to the Bengals and then they lost this week, didn't they? No, they won this week. They beat the Bears this week. They were on a two game skid. Oh, that's right. They were on a two game skid. Seven and eight. They, they lost, they, the they lost two Yeah, the they lost two games yeah. in a row, seven and eight. Okay, so like, like this was their bounce back game. This was the game, man. If the if the if the Colts could have secured that dub, this would be interesting to see for sure. That for sure. But twenty four ten. I mean, we'll see how competitive this the Colts are in the AFC because they honestly they could make some waves with how good their defense is. Just depends on if they if they can beat the big boys like the Ravens. They're gonna have to beat like the Titans this week. Like it's it's definitely interesting. Yeah. So. Vikings Lions. Uh, uh, what the hell did I say about freaking? Oh, did you have something to add? About no, I, I was ready for Vikings Lions. <laughs> okay, um, you you. I thought you cut me off for a minute, so you're like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, because you, you and I were about <laughs> to say the same thing. Vikings Lions. <laughs> cool. Vikings Lions. Uh, what did I tell you about this man? <laughs> yeah, you gotta let Dalvin cook. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I like that. Right. I like that. <laughs> Dog. What? And even Kirk Cousins threw for three touchdowns. Yeah, he went 13 like, for 20 Dalvin for three Cook. touchdowns. Like, like things were clicking for the Vikings. Um, Dalvin Cook had 206 yards with two touchdowns on 22 carries. Um, him and Derrick Henry are by far leading the league in rushing, and it's not even close. Like, they, like they, they both cleared 800. Nobody else has cleared 700 yet. Hold on. Let me, let me take a gander at these, these nice little rushing stats. Dalvin Cook has 858 yards. Derrick Henry has 843 yards, and the next best is Josh Jacobs at 588. My God. Yeah. Like. Well. Well. Exactly. Like, Dalvin Cook is is putting the Vikings offense on his back, and they are doing well. Of course, this isn't exactly the most uh, dangerous team in the world, being the Lions. Plus, Matt Stafford did get knocked out of this game. With a concussion. Still. But still, like, th th this was a very right. impressive win for the Vikings, nonetheless. I mean, forget about it being impressive. Let's just talk about, like, Dalvin Cook. Like, same reason we talk about Derek Henry. Just give him the ball. All you have to do now is just give him the ball. I feel like you're just going to win games. And the crazy thing about it is is that they ran the ball 34 times and Dalvin Cook touched it 22 of those times because he had he was just so he was just moving so much he had a 9.4 average mm -hmm. that's disgusting yeah he was moving you know, so I mean let Dalvin Cook and uh this is a well-timed win for the Vikings um not gonna lie to you uh the Vikings are looking pretty deadly right now. potentially they could be making a playoff push especially since right now I think the Bears are on the decline. Very much. I so. think Cardinals and Rams are still a little bit more questionable. I think we we will right. get Bucks Saints no matter what. Two those two teams make the playoffs. One wins the South. One is one of the wild cards, right? So given that the other two wild card spots, we were so certain about it last week, but I think a lot of things have changed this week. I think those other two yeah, wild card spots are a lot more open than we thought they were, and I wouldn't count the Vikings out. No, I'm not at all. Like, I can, t I can, I feel like, so, like, top four could be, like, what? Seattle, Green Bay. Well, I'm going to go Saints for now. Uh, just Currently. I, I think it'll be the, I'll think it'll be the Bucks ultimately, but, like, Saints for now. And the Eagles, right? Those are the top four. The, those are the division right? winners. 
Yes. Right. <laughs> Not like, yeah, you know. <laughs> then there's like the Bucks, right? Yeah. Then there's the Cardinals, right? But the Cardinals, Rams, and Bears are all five-win teams. The Vikings are t- – who wins behind all those teams? With eight weeks to go. Eight weeks to go. The Cardinals didn't look that great this week. The Rams look int- are, are still questionable. And the Bears are extremely questionable, who the Vikings play this week. The Vikings play the Bears. Exactly. Like, that could potentially be a, a, a big game on Monday Night Football. Like, those are straight up four teams. And I'm like, okay, this Vikings team. Like, we all know. We all know how Kirk Cousins is in a uh, primetime game. I, I don't know, know if that matters anymore. But that doesn't matter when Dalvin Cook That doesn't matter when Kirk Cousins only has 20 pass yeah. attempts. As long as, like, right. most of those pass attempts are caught by the Vikings or caught by the ground. I think the Vikings will be fine. Yeah, you're good. As long as it's not caught by the Bears, yeah. give the ball to Dalvin Cook, you're good. Exactly. And the Bears haven't been, like, stopping the run all that well this season. Like, it's not like they're playing, like, their phenomenal defense. Don't get me wrong. They have a great – they've been getting to the quarterback. But the run has been uh, been pushing on them. So we'll see how this goes. Dalvin Cook is uh, – I think he's poised to have another big game. And I, I always said this about Derrick Henry last season. And especially going to playoff time, I was like, oh, oh cool. Derrick Henry's going to have a good game. Oh, cool. Derrick Henry's about to have a good game. And I'm like, oh, wait, hold on. Derrick Henry's going to have a beast game this game. Dalvin Cook's an- poised for another one of those games. Yep. Could he not have that game? 100%. Because the Bears front four is extremely deadly. But. I I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not ready to count the Vikings Dalvin out. Cook's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Vikings could make a, an interesting push. And, I mean, for a team that started 1-5, that's very weird to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I have to say about the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, man, dude, and get where get well soon, uh, Mister Mister Matthew Stafford. Yes. Okay, we all got right. Bears Titans now. Titans win twenty four to seventeen. So remember that time like ten seconds ago when I said, "Hey, the Bears aren't all that great at stopping the run." Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, it was Ryan Tannehill. I felt like won this game for the. Uh, yeah, he had a good game. Um, Derrick Henry went 24, 21 carries for 68 yards. Ryan Tannehill went 10 for 21, 158 yards, but he threw two touchdowns. I think more than anything, this was the this was the Titans defense kind of showing up a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Corey Davis, you really actually uh, ruined everything for me this week. You had three targets and none of them were reeled in. So um, I just needed you to low key catch like two of those, and I would probably win my fantasy game this week. But no, no, you did not. So uh, I lost. Thank you, Corey Davis. Have a great day. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I still think the Titans are one of the better teams in the NFL. They were in charge for the majority of this game. Um, the Bears scored all 17 of their points in the fourth quarter, and it was looking awfully sketchy for a minute there. But ultimately, the Titans came out on top. Nick Foles had a really good game, uh, but that's kind of easy to say when you when you have to throw times. 52 times. Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles is not the type of quarterback that needs to be throwing that much. No. Um, and coming from a Nick Foles specialist and a Philadelphia Eagles fan, uh, like he should not be, he shouldn't be throwing like that many passes. Now, don't get me wrong. He throws, I think like a 40, a 40 pass game is okay. Maybe even 45 is pushing it. Don't get me wrong. He threw what? Like he threw like upwards of 40 sometimes when he was playing with the Eagles, but like 52, mm-hmm. you can't be asking him of that. Yeah. Um, but I have to say when you did, when he, they did ask him to do that, he showed up. He really did come up and show out like Nick Foles threw 36 for 52. It's a great percentage for 335 yards and two touchdowns without throwing a pick. 52 attempts with no pick. I got to give you some props there, Nick Foles. I like huge. 
Almost made a huge comeback, too. Y'all were down, down a touchdown. Uh, but you know what? You, it was a minute left in the game, and you only could do so much on the onside kick without having them kneel the ball twice and win the game. Uh, but you did fumble, so. In that, in those last couple minutes, too. Yeah. So. Oh, well. That drive could have tied <laughs> it up. Could have kept the timeouts. Yeah, you hate to see it. So, shout out to the, uh. Shout out to them. They they almost did it. Almost yeah, did it. I th I just think the Bears are too inconsistent, and, and that's what sucks right now. Yeah, and they're on a three game losing streak. Yeah. Um, and I I kind of feel like next week is a must win in order in for the Bears to kind of stay alive, especially oh, since yeah, you're playing a division win. opponent in the Vikings on prime time. Who are up and coming? Yeah. Right now. Yeah, five and five doesn't is not a good look for the Chicago Bears. They have to win this game, but I think it's very winnable. So. Uh, but it was an interesting game, to say at least. But Kirk, the fact that Nick Foles threw 52 times blows my mind. But they were down 24-0, so, like, what else are you going to do? Uh, moving along, though, Chiefs-Panthers was kind of sketched, too. Yeah, that was a close game, for sure, uh, which I didn't see coming. Patrick Mahomes had a great day. Um, he threw four touchdowns. I, I Genuinely, Patrick Mahomes is – I don't know if anybody's ever told you this or not, but Patrick Mahomes is stunning. He is kind of a cheat code. Yeah, but um, but low key, Teddy Bridgewater had a really good game too. Now this isn't. There's nothing low key about that. Thirty six for forty nine, for two three hundred. I believe Teddy Bridgewater is touchdowns. fifth in the league in passing now, and I believe yeah, Robbie Teddy Anderson I think is fourth season. in receiving. Yeah, it's a great season, and we got to see Blue Eyes White Privilege come back for one game, as he's going to be out for next week. Yeah, no, trust me, I know all about it today. I loved, yeah, I love finally getting to play Christian McCaffrey back in fantasy again this week. Still losing my game, and now he's gone again. Yeah, but he did get you a lot of fantasy. Oh, yeah, he got me 22 points this week, but... Uh, got to figure it out next yeah. week. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to do. Also, hey, hey I'm going to I'm gonna need you to lose this week. <laughs> I know. Our division is tight now. Oh, my gosh. It's literally because me, you, and Alpha all at 5 I know. Five. Jason, Jason's got a lockdown spot, right? Like He's only lost one game. Right, but yeah, you, me, and Alpha yeah. all at five and four, and fantasy is is getting tight. Oh, five and four, my bad. Yeah, the fact that we're all five and four, and one of you is gonna lose this week, and the fact that I have to play Jason is really frustrating. Yeah, because like if I if I if if I magically if something happens where Dalvin Cook doesn't go off, and I just have to I get really lucky this week. I Miles Sanders is back too, so maybe Miles Sanders has a big game against the Giants. I don't know. Hopefully, I have some help. I don't have Tyree Kill though this week. So. But uh, so like you said, Christian McCaffrey, he had a monster game as well. 18 carries for 69 yards, which is very nice. Nice. Very nice. Um, a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown on 10 receptions and 82 yards too. So blue eyes white. Privilege. Like yeah, I mean runs it's CMC pretty clear this offense runs through runs through Christian McCaffrey. And I think Teddy Bridgewater yeah. is definitely a nice piece to add to it for sure. But yeah. but Christian McCaffrey is in charge. 100%. And this team's really good. They just had to play the Chiefs this week. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers had a great game, but they're playing, argue, in my opinion, the best team in football. Yeah. An 8-1 Chiefs team is no nothing to, nothing to sneeze at. This team is number one in the league right now, I think, in record. Yeah. So. The Chiefs threw all over. Oh, uh, Steelers. The Steelers exist. The Steelers exist. The Steelers still exist. Oh, my God. The Chiefs threw all over. Like, they only had, what? Quick mass. 36 yards rushing? 
Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill got eight of those. Yeah, right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes had six. Right. <laughs> and, like, Clyde Edwards hilarious. Uh, Clyde is, like, uh, he's, like, fourth in the league in rushing right now. Something like that, and, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, he's playing really well. He's top five for sure. I think he's fourth, but uh, whatever. I just looked at it not too long ago. I just remember Josh Jacobs was third. Um, but, like, that's pretty solid. Like, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. But I, I'm – this Chiefs team is terrifying. Yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are, are solid. I, I like their I like their defense right now, too. I think their defense is playing really well, which is good. Like, I think the Chiefs are poised to make another run at the Super Bowl right now. I really, really do. Yeah, this team has huge repeat potential. Like, huge repeat potential. Yeah, this team's terrifying. Anyway, moving right along. We got Seahawks-Bills. This was probably my favorite game of the week, personally. Disappointed! Yeah, I mean... The this Bills like, are remember back, when I said baby. I blame Corey Davis for my uh, remember when I said I blame Corey Davis for my loss this week in fantasy? No, I blame Russell Wilson for my loss this week. I'm thinking about it. He he lost four. He threw he four four turnovers. I lost eight points because of that. Anyway, continue. The Bills are back. Like genuinely, yeah. this was an impressive game from the Bills. They were in charge for the majority of the game, and their offense was rolling. Josh Allen threw 415 yards and three touchdowns. I believe he's in the top five in passing as well now. Stephon Diggs is leading the league in receiving right now. He's also nuts. And this is exactly what what I've been talking about for a long time now. The Seahawks need help. You can't rely on Russell Wilson to win every single game because when he has a two-pick game like this, the Seahawks don't win. Four turnovers. He had four turnovers. Two picks, two, two, uh, two uh, fumbles. Like, you know who else had a four turnover game recently? Carson Wentz. <laughs> Breaks my heart that the quarterbacks I praise decide to die on me. Thank you. The th- no, wins. But like, he didn't have a bad game either. It's just he threw two. Exactly. Picks. That's the only thing. Like, but I think this even proves even further the fact that Russell Wilson should be the MVP. Because it goes to show, like, when when Russell Wilson's hot, the Seahawks win. When he's not, the Seahawks lose. Right, but, like, DK Metcalf still went off. Like, 108 yards, I believe he's in the top five in receiving turnovers. now, too. Yeah, four turnovers really does suck. But, like, this Seahawks team, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold this L, like, too high over them. They clean, clean up, like, two mistakes. Literally take away two of those turnovers, they win this game. That's what's crazy to me. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this was a very, very impressive win from the Bills. Like, genuinely, I was impressive. super impressed. Not taking anything away from the Bills by any means. Yeah. 44 to 34, that's a huge score. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, the fact that the fact that the Seahawks, if they would have just, you know, not two of those to clean up, two of those turnovers, this game could have been won because they would have scored two more touchdowns and it would have been a 48-44 scoreline, which, by the way, is yeah. a nuts, nutty scoreline to think about. But that's that's crazy. This like, is. This furthers my MVP. Like, an L furthering MVP talk for Russell Wilson is weird, but it makes sense. Yeah, Buffalo Buffalo had a very impressive win, though. Uh, Josh Allen just solidifying why I think he's an MVP candidate right now. I don't think he wins it, but he's definitely a candidate. I think, yeah, right I now. agree. At this point, I agree. Uh, Stephon Diggs uh, is really showing how much he uh, the Vikings miss him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, Stephon Diggs is playing, like, like a pro bowler. He's playing out of his mind. He's playing phenomenal. Yeah. Um, he's 
He's playing like a number one receiver where he I don't ever think he would have been one in, in Minnesota. I don't think he would have gotten this kind of stat line in Minnesota because Adam Thielen's there. This is not something that Stefan Diggs would have had unless he went somewhere where he could be a number one guy in literally exactly Buffalo. Yep, Buffalo, like this Buffalo. This is huge. Josh Allen got a weapon, and they're using it. And, you know, Bills kind of struggled a little bit here in the middle of the season. But what they lose to? Who they lose to earlier? They lost to, like, they lost to good teams, didn't they? Ladies and gentlemen, so sorry about that. We had a quick little cut in the action. Uh, Eric was having some computer problems, but it's okay because we're going to resume with the Seahawks-Bills talk. Uh, there wasn't really much left to talk about except for the fact that the Bills, only two losses have come from the Chiefs and the Titans. And being the Seahawks here was really good because this is another really good team in the NFL as a whole. Uh, being the number one seed in the NFC right now uh, is no joke. So uh, the Bills are making a great case in the AFC as a top three seed. I think they're the three seed technically right now, wouldn't they? Uh, I believe technically over the Titans, yeah, because the Titans have had their by the Bills have not. Right. So. so technically, yes. But no, I really like the Bills. Um, I, things were a little bit shaky for the Bills because they had some not-so-great wins and then some kind of rough losses. But this was a good dominant win for the Bills. Like, genuinely, I think the Bills are back. And, like, like this is a good game for the Bills. Yeah, agreed. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I think we're just going to move right along to the Broncos-Falcons. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have your, your time to shine here. So the Falcons real life just decided to not Falcon when they're playing the Broncos and I'm, it's making it makes me mad. Um, okay. Here's the problem. The Broncos scored three points in the first half. They scored six points across the first three quarters. They all, the rest of their 21 points came in the fourth quarter. The Broncos know how to turn it on late, which is a good thing for sure. But they need to do that sooner. They need to get it going sooner because what happens when you're down by, what would that be? You're down by 21 points. You're down by three touchdowns at the start of the fourth quarter. Like, that's not good. That's bad. That's that's not winnable situations. Drew Locke looks terrific in the fourth quarter and whatever in the first half of the game. Um, we'll say, though, this was a really, really, really good game from Jerry Judy, which I've been waiting for all year. He had seven receptions for 125 yards and one touchdown. Like, he looked really, really, really good this game. Um, the defense looked stagnant. It felt like the defense got exposed quite a bit from this Falcons offense, which we know is terrific. It has been all year. Um, I believe Matt Ryan is still leading the league in passing, regardless of the Falcons' record. And... The Falcons' defense honestly didn't have that bad of a game either. Right. So, it's just... It's it's heartbreaking, really, like, watching the Broncos lose, period. But watching a game that they could have very easily won and it slipped through their fingers was maddening. Mm -hmm. So, I still... I did like things that I did see from the Broncos. I don't think, you know, we're, they're completely screwed. But... There are definitely things to be concerned of. Their defense look, didn't look good, great this game. Their offense obviously looked terrible this game for the for three quarters of this game. They looked fantastic in the fourth quarter. But it needs to turn on sooner. That's all I have because <laughs> I'm bad. I'm molding. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was tough. That was tough. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Falcons, I mean, mostly Matt Ryan just continues to be phenomenal. It's just the Falcons everywhere else kind of are interesting so yeah yeah well to make matters worse uh we got the raiders and the chargers <laughs> <laughs> the raiders win this game 31 to 26 oh the raiders are making a case for their playoff spot 
I agree. Um, the Chargers stay charging. Yeah, uh, the Chargers were winning this game, weren't they? Uh, for a long portion of it, yep. Actually, um, at no point were they winning this game. It was just really close. Uh, touchdown. No, they were winning this game at halftime. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were. No, they were by a field goal. I'm sorry. They were winning by a field goal. Yeah. Okay, it was a close game throughout most of yeah. this game. Derek Carr had a decent enough game. Justin Herbert had a really good game, but like the Chargers don't know how to finish off opponents. That's that's the problem. Um, Keenan Allen had a really good game too. After he was almost out uh, today because he was really close to the COVID list or something like that. Something happened. Yeah, and I mean the Chargers lost because first and goal incompletion, second and goal, or I'm sorry, first and goal spike, second and goal, six seconds left, incomplete. Last play of the game, touchdown, and you know what? You can't, you can't just fumble the ball like that, dude. I'm yeah. Sorry. You, that's still not a catch in the NFL. It's close, though. It's close. Yeah. Right down to the wire. Yeah, Raiders, I mean, they did what they had to do. They they had a really good game, honestly. Raiders looked really, really good, and it, it breaks my heart to say that every time. Definitely a team that's making an interesting case at a – making a lower playoff spot here. Like a yeah, definitely a wild card. I don't think they take it from the Chiefs, but I think the Raiders oh, could potentially be a, a wild card. Yeah, I, I think six or, six or, the six or seven seed is looking very wide open for them. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. Uh, we're moving right along to the Cardinals-Dolphins, which was also a, a surprising game to me. Like, yeah, very good game. Um, Genuinely. Yeah. Literally came down to a field goal. Yep. Tua, uh, this was Tua's welcoming party. He went 20 for 28, 248 yards, two touchdowns. Like, this Tua. is what we've been waiting for. Tua, he, they're 2-0. and oh. They are. Tua is 2-0. Tua, 2-and... Tua, Tua yeah, you can't... That, that, it, it, I tried. 2-and-0. 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 Yeah, uh, the Dolphins looked really good this game. Um, had a little bit of a comeback in the fourth quarter that ultimately won them the game. Um, Cardinals definitely looked decent. Like both these teams are now five and three, so I don't, I don't think either of these teams are terrible at all. Not by no stretch of the imagination. Yeah, um, I, I genuinely think both these teams are in great positions to make play, um, to make playoffs, make a wild card spot. And let's talk about Kyler Murray though. After, we do. After, yeah, Kyler Murray had himself one heck of a game, dog. Yeah, uh, 21 for 26, 283 passing yards, three touchdowns, 106 rushing yards with one more touchdown on the ground as well. That's ridiculous. This is yeah. He's literally Russell Wilson 2.0. I know. It, that's what it's like. That's what it's like when watching Kyler Murray play. It's like this was this is what Russell Wilson was like at the beginning of his career. Yeah. Now that he has D Hop and Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk is a, has surprised me this season. Uh, this Cardinals team has a very 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 bright future. Like. This, this I think league. so too. I think they um, they bolster their defense a little bit. They bolster their O line a little bit, and I think the Cardinals will be fine. I think they're yeah. going to be good for a long time. Yeah, and then the Dolphins. I got to give them props. This is the first time in like uh, a while that they've been winning. They've won four straight games. Mm-hmm. Like, good on you guys. I'm I'm genuinely happy for the Miami Dolphins and Miami fans. You guys should be very happy this year. Yeah. This this year has been really good to you guys for sports. So Dolphins, Dolphins, making some making some waves here. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Steelers, Cowboys, which ended up being a phenomenal game. And um, y- you know, you said you were have you, if the Cowboys won this game, you would walk off a pier, which would take a while given that you live in Vegas. Yes. Um, and I was. Uh, I almost <laughs> I had to do it. 
almost had to do it, right? Yeah, I almost had to do it. I almost had to walk all the way to California and jump in the ocean. Uh, but yeah. What the heck, Cowboys? Yeah, Yo, um... I gotta give them props. Gotta give the Cowboys props. Yeah, this was a, a great fourth quarter from the Steelers, no doubt. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger did go out at part of this game. It was like the end of the first Yeah, end half. of the first half. I remember, Mason yeah, because, uh... Yeah, Mason Rudolph came in, threw a couple passes, but I remember uh, seeing him coming back, seeing Ben Ro coming out of the tunnel, like, is that Ben Roethlisberger's music? Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. Um, it was, it was a good game from the, I think it was a great game from the Cowboys. Like, uh, they had it to a point where it was like, they were forcing the Steelers to make mistakes. They were moving the ball well. They were up 13-0 at one point during this game. Like, Cowboys, Cowboys could be, could be on the ups. Like, the team is playing like they should have been. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to – it feels like too little too late. I mean, they're 2-7 and seven now. If they make a playoff spot, worst case – best case scenario, they're 9-7, and seven, and they would have to win the East because I doubt they, they get a wild card with this NFC this competitive. They might not even have to win the – they might not even have to get 9-7 and seven to be, win the East. That's fair. Like, they could probably I don't know, but why does Eagles it – why does it – The Eagles right. have a way, worse, a way harder schedule than the Cowboys do to end this. Okay, here's a question I'm going to pose to you. Who's the yeah. second best team in the NFC East? I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Okay. Um, Washington, a close, close second, though. I don't, I feel like it's the Giants. What? I do. <laughs> I think the Giants like are the worst team in the division. I feel like that's Washington. What? <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying about the NFC East is it's just, oh, my God, it's just a garbage fire. Oh, man. We're going to talk about something with the Eagles, though, and that's going to make it seem less garbage fiery when we get there. Um, when we get to the Eagles Giants matchup in week ten, but yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of a dumpster fire right now. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, I think the Cowboys are the second best team, but like when they're healthy, the problem is is each team is missing a critical person, in my opinion. Like Chase Young isn't really playing too much for Washington. I think that's critical. Yeah. Cowboys are losing Dak. The Eagles have lost everyone, <laughs> and the Giants lost Saquon. The only team that hasn't really lost like a, a big like heavy hitter is the Eagles, really. But like, well, like, they they did for a while, and I, it feels like everybody's coming back though. Oh yeah, 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 everyone is coming back. And again, I'd like to talk about something very important when we get to that game. Do not let yeah. me forget. Um, so but like, uh, the Cowboys played well this game. They protected well. They're running the ball effectively, and the boy Zeke is holding on to the football. I, I'm shook. Uh, they're giving the ball to Zeke more. And I think that's what's helping them win games. Tony Pollard's playing great too, but Zeke is literally – they got to get the running game going. Again, that's the Cowboys' bread and butter for this team. Because they, they, they're still very well in this division. Literally anyone in the NFC East could win the division. But if the Cowboys are serious about doing that and making a playoff spot, okay, you, you don't have Dak rest of the season. I get it. Let's speed the ball to Zeke. He's technically your best player right now. Got to get the ball in Amari Cooper's hands on like some screens. They did that with CeeDee Lamb. They let CeeDee Lamb get an open space, and he ran the ball effectively. Like, make those plays. You guys can yeah. do it. Uh, but also, don't figure that out because I need you guys to continue to suck. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, this was definitely 
the most shakiest game from the Steelers this year, but they are still 8-0. Um, I the do Steelers think... have struggled to beat the NFC East teams this season. Does anybody else like want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, it's been they, interesting. They barely beat the Eagles. They barely beat the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure they played like the Giants week one, and that was kind of a struggle. A little bit, yeah. Like That was and a close they, game. I, they have yet to play Washington, I believe. Yeah, so... Yeah, they do that week week thirteen. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, just I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. The NFC East is weird against the Steelers, and I don't know why. They've all lost, but they've been close games. Yeah. So, uh, we're just gonna skip right over Sunday Night Football because that wasn't a football game. We're gonna go. That right was to, a, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> like that was genuinely bad. That was not like a the Saints game. won thirty-eight to three on the road in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Like, Tampa's supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL. You cannot get embarrassed like that on Sunday night football to a division opponent who you already lost to this year. At home. And I'm not going to be, you know, a uh, conspiracy theorist, but have you noticed that the Bucs lost this game and this was Antonio Brown's first game as a Buccaneer? I don't feel like that's the cause, per se, but... It kind of feels like the second you introduce Antonio Brown into a team that doesn't really have a need at wide receiver, and being Antonio Brown, like, he's going to want catches, he's going to want touches, he's going to want PT, right? Yeah. And I don't know if that's just, like, a stressor or anything, like, if something like that, like, I, I'm genuinely trying to come up with reasons why the Bucks lost game. this game, because there should have been very, reason, very few reasons why they lost this game. There were drop passes. There was um, Brady through three interceptions. It was a very bad game from the Buccaneers all around. Not even this is not on anyone individually. It was a team hold this L. Like yeah, as a team, y'all got smacked. GG, go next. Like it's they one had, of those type of games. They had nine rushing yards. Um, yeah. No, actually eight technically because Blaine Gabbert uh, had negative one rushing yards. Stop it, Ronald Jones. I need you to touch the ball more. You're on. You're on my fantasy team. Yeah, I mean, this, it, the defense was on the field so much this game, and it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look for the, for the Bucks. it really wasn't. Yeah. I mean, like, Jameis came in and threw a pass. Yeah. Jameis even sat there at the end of the game and held a W in an interview with Drew, uh, Drew Brees. I know. <laughs> like, how as a Buccaneer can you get that disrespected and realize, shoot. I'm just, I just, my respect for Tom Brady went up. He actually shook Tom, Drew Brees' hand. Yeah. That was nuts. Um, uh, but Drew Brees fun fact, though, do you uh, want to know who the Saints' leading right rusher now? was? You know who the Saints' leading rusher was? I, I, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, right? That's crazy. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill? The GOAT? Michael Thomas also came back this game, which is good to see him as well. Yes. Uh, my boy Emmanuel Sanders caught a touchdown pass, so I love to see that. Yes. Uh, like yeah. this was this was a really impressive win from the Saints and a really really embarrassing loss from the Bucks. Like yeah, uh, thi- like the I think this game this week. game's gonna have huge playoff implications. Really? Oh no, a humongous playoff implications. Like just like that, the Saints are in first place in the South, um, yeah. and they're in control of their destiny right now. Yeah. Like the if the Bucks want to win the South and possibly you know get a home playoff game, they need help from other teams now. Right. Uh, and at this point, it's like okay, they play the Panthers this week. That's winnable. The Saints. The Saints play the Niners, which I don't see the Saints losing that game right now. Right, the Bucks still have the Rams. Like, Bucks have the Rams. Bucks have the Chiefs on their schedule. And Bucks, Bucks still have... haven't had their bye yet. 
And the Bucks have their bye in week 13. So Bucks... that gap could get bigger. Yeah, especially since, again, the Bucks have the Chiefs and the Rams. The, literally, Panthers, Chiefs, or Panthers, Rams, Chiefs in the next three weeks. Those are hard teams for for this team. And that's the a division game in there, too. So who knows? Who knows what's going on in Tampa? But maybe, just maybe, it's going to be a, it's going to shake things up a little bit. And hopefully Tampa decides to get their act together. Because, I mean, this could just be a one-off. I mean, they've lost three times this season. Two of those teams have been the Saints, you know? So we'll see how yeah. it goes. Uh, Patriots Jets ended up being a really really good game. That the, the uh, yeah Monday Jets Night Football Patriots Jets. I, I know the 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 law of equivalent exchange says that the Steelers can't win a game until the Jets lose one, or the Steelers can't lose a game until the Jets win one. I said that actually just straight up backwards. Right, I know <laughs> the Jets lose plenty of games. Believe me. Yeah. Um, um and it didn't happen, ended. but it looked awfully close. Um, my boy Wacko for Joe Flacco. I'm wacko Yo, for Joe Flacco. Low key, Joe Flacco had himself a nutty game. He did. Like he looked actually not too bad. He went uh, two sixty two for three touchdowns and one pick. And that one pick, honestly, that one pick kind of lost him the game. Not even. Yeah, um, I didn't realize Frank Gore was on the Jets. I really didn't. The, I don't know who's on the Jets, but then I see team names on the Jets. And I'm like, when did you get there? Yeah. Is this where people go to die? Typically, yes. Huh. It's either the Jets or the Browns, but maybe not the Browns so much anymore. So yeah, now it's Browns just the Jets. Games. Yeah, sorry, Jets. It's unfortunate. But 0-9, uh, they fourth quarter exactly was INT by Joe Flacco, touchdown by Cam Newton, punt, and then a field goal from Nick Folk to win the game. Yep, that's all it took. Oh. Yeah, um, I mean, the J- the Jets really sold this game late, uh, which was bad. The I don't think Adam Gase makes it to Thanksgiving. I've said it a bunch of times now. I really don't. If he's making it to Thanksgiving, I don't think he makes it to 2021, if you know what I mean. I get it, but I'm trying to figure out how he still makes it. How yeah. he's still making it. Like this, I, I really this, don't know. This loss only – like, I don't even think this solidifies anything on his part. It's just Joe Flacco threw an interception and lost him the game. I did see a funny meme that I did enjoy because at the very beginning, the Jets were in control of this game at halftime. 100%. I saw a meme. It was Bill Belichick sitting there and he just says, well, if the Jets win this game, they can't draw Trevor Lawrence. So, chestnut checkers. Yeah. Yes, that was hilarious. (laughs) That was so funny. They're like, okay, we're playing (laughs) chestnut checkers. I really need to use that phrase more often, chestnut checkers. Yeah. It's honestly a really good one. Uh, But that was funny. I saw that meme as well. I think think you should have... Um, yeah, you showed, I think you showed me that meme and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yep, that's, that's it. That's, that's it all I week. got. Yeah. Jets stay Jets. Gonna, They're on a bye week. That, so good news. The Jets can't lose. Jets cannot lose this week. Positives. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. All right. <laughs> we're moving on to week 10 of the NFL season. Sorry that this episode might be a little bit longer. Uh, I'm not sure what we're at right now because of the cuts. So usually I have like an internal clock. Like, I could look at the time, and I'm like, oh, this is how long we should be talking about this. But I, with the cut, I forgot to, like, actually physically stop my recording, so I knew time-wise. But we're still here. It's okay. Um, but you guys will listen anyway, right? right? <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully you haven't stopped by now. Please. Uh, <laughs> if anything, our listens are going up, so it's positives. Positives. That's upgrades, good. Upgrades. Upgrades, people. Uh, upgrades. Uh, so tomorrow night, we actually have the best, uh, I think the best game of the week, low-key. Maybe second. Uh... I'm having a hard time dis- – yeah, dis- I'm having a hard time disagreeing with you. I really am. Uh, Colts-Titans. Um, yeah, we got Colts at Titans. This is their first matchup this year. We have another rematch coming up in Week 12 as well. 
this this match and the Week 12 match this is will the... decide the AFC South. In my opinion, yes. I agree with that 100%. Um, and I think the Titans are the better team right now, and I, re- I really do. Like, I like the Colts' defense, um, and I think they'll be able to stop Derrick Henry, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop both Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill at the same time. Agreed. And the Colts' offense looks stagnant. It really does. And given the fact that this is in Nashville on a short week after the Titans are riding momentum from beating the Bears, the Colts have to kind of reset a little bit after losing to the um, Ravens. I kind of see very few reasons why the Colts win this game. I'm picking the Titans. I also am picking the Titans. Uh, I don't think Derrick Henry is going to explode like uh, like we like I. Like, no, I don't think so. Done. I can see like a, like a 50, 60 yard game. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's going to explode like any. But I, I need him to uh, if I want to fantasy this week. But uh, I don't see him. Like, maybe give, give me like 60 yards and like three touchdowns. Like, just get all gold. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, just get a, good, get a bunch of fucking like fullback dives. Yeah, just two, two yard, one yard touchdowns. I'm chill with that. I'm chill with that. Uh, but I think Phillip Rivers isn't going to be able to play against this Titans defense. I think it's going to be really tough for Phillip Rivers. So. Yeah. Or maybe I'm wrong. And Phillip Rivers just shows me out and he's like, yeah, I have kids. What's up? <laughs> get you a touchdown for each kid. That would be something. Uh, Browns, Texans. Um, Browns are coming off a bye. Texans are coming off of beating the Jaguars. They're on the road in Cleveland. We The last time we saw the Browns, they lost to the Raiders in a game where Kevin Stefanski just got straight up outcoached. They've had the bye week to reset a little bit, figure out a new game plan. I agree with you that you've said this a couple times on the podcast. Now I agree with you. They're really, really missing OBJ right now. They yes. really are. But I feel like the Browns are the better team overall, Agreed. even without OBJ. I'm taking the mm-hmm. Browns. I'm also taking the Browns. They're at home. OBJ is really missed right now, but I don't think the Texans are good enough to beat the Browns. Yeah. So Steelers Bengals, uh, football game. Steelers are the best team in, or not the best team in football, but they're the only undefeated team in football. And I have a hard time believing it'll be the Bengals that uh, change that. Even though the Bengals are coming off a bye. And beat the Titans the week before that. I don't know. If I if the Bengals win this game, maybe I'll start believing in the Bengals a little bit more, but I'm having a hard time doing it right now. I'm picking the, the Steelers. The Bengals win this game, I will shave nothing. I, I, can't, I can't. I will I can't, shave my face. Go. It's been a while. <laughs> it really has been a while, actually. I haven't shaved my face in ages. I know my beard's getting awfully pointy, like it's, like very like like uh, it, it's like nice. evil corporation villain type. I see. I'm getting like that soft like goatee style beard. It feels great. I'm enjoying my time here. My girlfriend <laughs> is also starting to like it, so I have to keep it around. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I see the Steelers winning this game. Uh, I'm gonna go with your motto of the law of equivalency. Uh, the Jets can't possibly win their game this week, so the Steelers have to win. <laughs> Exactly. So, Ooh, maybe that's the reason why the Steelers lose. Either way, I'm taking the Steelers. That would be nuts. Because <laughs> the Jets are on bye. Right. Uh, Lions football team. Um, I think both of these are kind of shakier teams, uh, teams I'm less confident about. So this is actually a decent matchup, given that we're kind of seeing two, like a matchup of incompetency, pretty much. And Washington's that- in a position where they can still make the playoffs. They are, given the, what the division they're in. Um, but it's in Detroit. Agreed. And, well, okay. Here, You know what? Here's my deciding factor. Matt Stafford. How was Matt Stafford doing today? Oh, that's a good point. How was Matthew Stafford doing today? Matt Stafford. Let's look up Matt Stafford injury. Matt Stafford has cleared concussion protocol. Okay. 
So he should be he should be playing. So it sounds like Matt Stafford will be playing. So in with that being the case, I'm taking the Lions. Okay. Uh, I also am taking the Lions. Uh, I'll take the Lions regardless. Um, I'm doing everything in my power to will the gods to be uh, to, for the NFC East teams to lose. So. Yep. Uh, Buccaneers Panthers. Um, we saw a really, really, really bad loss from the Bucks last week. We saw a really, really good loss Panthers. from the Panthers last week. Yeah. I think the Bucks are the better team. I think this is a must-win game for the Bucks. Um, and I don't really see them losing it. CMC's so, not playing this game. That's my biggest. That's another thing too. Christian McCaffrey's back out again. I'm gonna take the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks as well. CMC being out for this game really sucks. Uh, I think he'll be back after this week, just based off of a. Uh, yeah, because it seemed like he was week to week. Because um, it wasn't. It was a high ankle sprain that kept him out until week nine. Now this yeah. is a shoulder injury, so it's not the same injury, which is a good news. Right. Yeah, it was like a. It was like a slight shoulder injury. It was like something something weird. Where it was. It should only be a week injury. I think they ruled yeah. him out earlier today. So. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Chargers Dolphins. Uh, this is a good I'm game. I'm the Buccaneers. I hope I said that. You, I believe you did, yeah. Okay. I like this game um, because I, I like the Dolphins, and I don't think – like, the Chargers have got to be one of the best, like, two-win teams in the league. They really do. Uh, yeah, it's it's the reason the Chargers are two wins is because they choke. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to pick the Dolphins, though, but I do like this game because we got Justin Herbert going up against Tua. I was just about to say the same thing. We got the yep. rookie matchup this week. I really like this matchup. Uh, I'm going with Tua, though. I think Tua's shown that he's – I mean, Justin Herbert's playing out of his mind this season. I, I Honestly, he's making a case for rookie of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow also is making the case, but low-key. Justin Herbert or uh, uh, Clyde from the Chiefs, they're making really good uh, cases for rookie of the year. I um, think so, too. Uh, but Tua – I think Tua is going to be is going to step up. I think the Chargers defense is a little bit better to pick apart, a little bit easier to pick apart than the Cardinals defense is. So I I don't see how the Dolphins don't win this game. I think Dolphins come out and win beat the LA Chargers. Yep. Ah, the game I really wanted to talk about this week. Yeah, you Eagles. got something to talk about. All right, I actually don't have to rant about much. Do you guys want to hear something nutty? For the first time this season, probably the last two seasons. The Eagles released their injury report, and there is not one person on there who did not participate in practice with an actual injury. The only DMP was Fletcher Cox, and that's because he's resting today. Wow. That is the first time in like two seasons that's happened. Alshon Jeffrey was a full participant in practice today. Look at that. Cravon LeBlanc was a full participant in practice today. Jason Peters was a limited in practice today due to rest, so he will most likely be playing on Sunday. Uh, Jack Jack Driscoll was also limited. Nate Herbig was limited. Lane Johnson was limited. These are all actual injuries, but there was like a finger injury, an ankle injury. These are injuries that they most likely are going to play on, right? Right. Miles Sanders is looking like he's going to play. The Eagles are healthy. <laughs> I. D. Jax is still on the on the uh, on the uh, what's it called? But this is the first time people that were off the um, IR list that we did not have a DNP that was actually hurt. That's nuts. That's good. That's nuts. Probably the first time in what? Like probably like two or three years, huh? T- two at least two seasons. At least. Yeah. Two. Um. Alshon Jeffrey's playing this week, I think. So we're gonna have Alshon Jeffrey back. Trevor, tra- tra- Travis Fulgham. Sorry, not Trevor. Travis Fulgham. Uh, 
and Greg Warder all been healthy and phenomenal this season. Miles Sanders is going to be back. Most of the O-line is looking like it's going to be intact. I think, I mean, Eagles win on the road. I mean, I think they go into New York and beat them, especially with the fact that they're getting healthy like that. We know what Alshon Jeffrey is capable of. Alshon Jeffrey always just rubs his nutsack all over New York Giants. Like, every time they play, he just ever exposes himself. If he's playing and he's fine, dog, that's going to be one heck of a game. I think Alshon Jeffrey's going to have himself He's just a criminal every time they play the Giants. <laughs> every time, dog. I don't know what it is. Every just time. Just indecent exposure every from time, Alshon though. Jeffrey. <laughs> every time. I'm excited. I'm excited for Alshon Jeffrey to be back. As long as he can stay healthy and he's in there, he doesn't take a lot of sna- snaps away from Fulgham and Ward. I think this is going to – and Rager. This is going to look very interesting. This is going to be one of the highest high-powered offenses the Eagles have had in a while. Um, still no Ertz, uh, but Dallas Goddard is a, a, a good, a great replacement. Run. We don't have to run two tight end sets. If we have five receivers active that are actually good at football, like we don't have to run our two tight end sets like we have been. Run our, we can run like 3-1-1, uh, three wide receiver, one running back, one tight end, and be good. Like I, yeah. I, it's been a while since I've been excited. To be an Eagles fan, <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen some health, and this is this is signs all pointing to great. Now let's hope everyone stays healthy for the range of the season because this second half of the season is rough. Um, but I also have to give the Giants props; they're coming off a big division win against Washington. Daniel Jones did not throw an interception. Uh, Daniel Jones also barely, barely like we they we barely beat we beat them by one point last time. We beat them by one. This is again was without a lot of people, but like one point, that's nothing to laugh at. The Giants are good. I think the Giants are a good football team. They could easily win this game, in my opinion. I think the Eagles are gonna win this game though. I think the Eagles are gonna actually like show out and actually win a game. Like our biggest win so far has been against the Cowboys by two touchdowns. I think that's like it. Everything else has been nail biter. Also, fun fact about the Eagles this season, they are undefeated in primetime games. They are three and zero. Yeah, maybe this will be the turning point. They yeah, could win a game a, that isn't primetime. Let's, let's I'm, get a win that's not primetime. I am also taking the Eagles. Yeah, so I'm very happy to hear that the Eagles are healthy. Just I thought that was worth noting. While we were on, um, I have the Eagles Twitter. Uh, I get their alerts on my phone all the time because I like to keep track of that stuff. Uh, and when we when you were on break, I got the alert that they were uh, – that, that was the injury part. I was like, oh, great. I wonder what it looks like. And it was, everyone was healthy. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, so I thought that's interesting. So fly, Eagles, fly this week. Let's hope we get a dub. Knock on wood. Uh, Jack Packers. Um, Packers are good. Jags are not. Agreed. I don't know what else to say about that game. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. It's in I Lambeau. Also the Packers. Jags aren't that great. Is yeah. Gardner Minshew back? I mean, that doesn't make a difference. But I don't think I, so either. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm moving along. <laughs> Just right, moving right along. I think we got a pretty interesting matchup this week a with Bills Cardinals. Matchup. This is a, a very interesting matchup. Bills are coming off a phenomenal win. They are. Um, Cardinals are coming off a close loss, and it's in Glendale. I said in the last podcast, like on several occasions, it's in Phoenix. The Cardinals don't play in Phoenix, dork. They play in oh. Glendale. <laughs> so I apologize to Cardinals fans and the Cardinals I'm in general. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, no, they play in Glendale. I just know they play in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, this was a this was a a close, close, close game. Or the Cardinals Dolphins was, and Bills Seahawks wasn't a was a close game too. Like this is genuinely, I think, one of the better matchups this week. Um, I Top think three. I'm gonna go with the Bills on the road. 
I went back and forth with this game for a minute because I've been giving the Cardinals a lot of praise lately because I think the D-Hop-Kyler Murray connection has been a chef's kiss, right? Yes. Uh, but the performance that Josh Allen had on the Seahawks last week has swayed me in the other direction. So I'm going with the B- Buffalo Bills on the road uh, in Glendale, Arizona. <laughs> Cardinals. All right. I, l- I look forward to this matchup every year. Uh-huh. Every year. Because I the, love the playing the Raiders. I get it. I hate losing to the Raiders, though. This game's in Vegas. This game is in Las Vegas. I Yo, hate, 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 Are they allowing fans? you want to go to this game? <laughs> I wish, dude. <laughs> I got stuff to do. <laughs> also, I don't want to get hurt. You know what? Actually, I'm less scared of Raiders fans in Las Vegas than I am of them in Oakland. It's just like that was the main reason I never went I'm, to a Broncos Raiders game. I'm black. Game you'll be perf- you'll be fine. I'm black. We're chilling. It's I didn't even think of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. There are uh, there are a million reasons why the Raiders win this game, right? Right. For moral reasons, I'm picking the Broncos. I don't I, I care about exactly my I don't care about my record. Okay. Yeah. Like I like I I bet you the Raiders win this game. But for moral reasons, I'm picking the Broncos because in no universe do I ever want to be rating, rooting for the Raiders over the Broncos. I respect that. So I I'm picking the Broncos. That. I respect that. I bet you this is going to be like probably the only difference we have this week. I'm sure of it. Um, so I actually battled back and forth on this one a while too. Uh, the reason being is because the Raiders have shown that they don't like to close out games very well. Broncos um, really look good in the week. fourth quarter. And Broncos look really good in the fourth quarter, and but only the fourth quarter, where the Raiders look good every other part. In of the, the first three. <laughs> you know the, the you know what the deciding factor was for me picking the Raiders over the Broncos this week? Never thought I'd say this in my lifetime. You ready? Well, okay, there's two deciding factors. Josh Jacobs is really good, uh, and the Broncos have seemed to have struggled with their injuries in the secondary dealing with the pass. And I never thought I'd have to say this in my life. And I feel terrible saying this. I think Nelson Aguilar is going to have a really good game this week. <laughs> um, Aguilar and Ruggs are actually, I think, because yeah, Aguilar's dropped one pass all season. One thing that I, know, one. I forgot to note with the Broncos-Falcons game is that they really, really missed Bryce, Hall- Bryce Callahan. And AJ um, I mean, well, they've missed A.J. Boye all year, but they really missed yeah. Bryce Callahan for the Falcons game, and I don't mm. believe he's back for the Raiders. So, yeah. the app, I could see it potentially. Like, Second like genuinely, I, I like, minus bias, I would pick the Raiders here. But I do have bias, have and to. I'm picking the Broncos. Right, no, 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 it's me versus Cowboys. I, I, I can't morally yeah. pick the Eagles. Like, I can't morally pick the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. Exactly. Can I pick the Eagles to lose to, like, you know? Oh, yeah, I'll pick, like, I, I, yeah. I, shit, I picked the Chiefs to beat the Broncos. Right, like that's. Just, I can't that, do it to the Raiders though. No, it's just it's not. Not. It's, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know what's crazy is if you're planning to move to Vegas, you get to watch the Broncos play at least once a season. Yeah. Guaranteed. Well, that's pretty see. cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm picking the Raiders. Uh, this was really, really close for me to pick this game, right? But I think Nelson Aguilar and Henry Ruggs are gonna have a good game. I. T- I never thought I'd say Nelson Aguilar was going to have a good game since he looked before. <laughs> anyway, uh, Seahawks-Rams. We had the Seahawks in Los Angeles. Rams coming off a bye. Seahawks coming off a close loss oh, to the Bills. L. That's a So this L. is a – actually, I like this matchup too. Um, Seahawks in SoFi. Yeah, especially since it's in L.A. 
Um, I'm going to take the Seahawks, though. I do think they're overall the better team. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just, just, they just think they're better. I see I very few. I can't remember very few occasions where Russ has two bad games in a row. Right. So, I, I, I know the Rams are coming off a bye too, but I really, really like the Seahawks. Um, I've seen petition as well for the Seahawks to fire their defensive coordinator. Um, the Seahawks have the number thirty-two defense in the league, and it's not even close. Yeah. Like their defense is bad. But their offense is hot, and I, I, there are very few games where Russell Wilson. There are very few occasions where Russell Wilson has two bad games in a row, and I feel like he wills them to a victory this game. I'm taking the Seahawks. Okay, I'm taking the Seahawks too. I think Russell Wilson's going to show up and show out this game. I think he always has really good games against the Rams, so this is one of those games where I think he's going to show up. Uh, but I think the Rams uh, play really well. I think this this is the second best game this week, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, I said it. I said the first one was Colts Titans. This one was second. Uh, my third was uh, between uh, the, the Bills Cardinals and the Bears Vikings at the end yeah. of the week. Um, so, yeah. First up, though, uh, last one for the afternoon slot. We got yep. the 49ers in New Orleans playing the Saints. Um, the Saints have Saints are hot. All the momentum in the world. Yeah, Everything the Saints have a – yeah, the, the 49ers are on a long week, though. They they played last Thursday. That mm. is, I think, the key thing here. Um, that's more rust. But I, the Saints are, are way too hot right now. I'm picking the yeah. Saints. I'm also picking the Saints. I don't think the Niners are healthy enough to beat the Saints. I agree. Ravens-Patriots. Patriots coming uh, off of, yep. so, of, of an interesting win. Sunday Night Football, yes. Ravens in Foxborough. Um, page, yeah, like you said, Patriots had an interesting win last week. Ravens had a pretty dominant second half against the Colts last week after kind of mm-hmm. starting slow. Mm-hmm. This is a matchup we saw last year on Sunday Night Football as well, and the Ravens went into Foxborough and won. And I think that was kind of the moment of – that was like the the moment Lamar – like if I could pick one moment Lamar Jackson won the MVP last year, it was that game. Mm-hmm. It really was. And given that the Patriots are not very good and the Ravens are very good, and I don't really see that matchup going differently this time, I'm picking the Ravens. I'm picking the Ravens too. Um, but I did say at the beginning of the season this was Cam Newton's game. Uh, this was the game where I said Cam Newton. I actually picked the Patriots to win this one uh, preseason-wise. Um, and this was Cam Newton's game to win. Um, I still think it is, but he doesn't have the weapons to do it. I thought Julian Edelman was going to play better, but he's also not healthy. Um, I'm going Ravens. Yep. Uh, Bears-Vikings, which is actually a way better matchup than I expected it to be like two weeks ago. Definitely, yeah. We got Monday Night Football, Bears um, at home in Soldier Field against the Vikings. This is a must-win game for both teams. Um, I think if either team wants a shot at winning the NFC Walkart spot, potentially winning the NFC North, though I doubt it. If it's the Bears, yes. Yeah, Bears could still win the North, but I doubt it. But either way, uh, this is potentially for a wildcard spot. We got primetime Kirk Cousins. Versus the GOAT. Versus the GOAT Nick Foles. But Dalvin Cook is hot. I have no reason to believe he's cooled down. I don't care that it's primetime Kirk Cousins because I don't think this offense is asking Kirk Cousins to do a lot anymore, which is a good thing for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Vikings on the road. So remember when we said we only had one difference this week, right? We have uh, two. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make it two. Dang uh, it! Picking, I I, I picked the Bears. the Bears originally too and switched my pick. Uh, I've I switched three times this, this yeah. one. I had I had Bears. Then when we right before we talked, I was like, mm, 
mm, they, uh, Dalvin Cook. I gotta give him the Derrick Henry reasoning why I gotta why I gotta let the Vikings win some games. Because if I don't, like, I feel like I look like a hypocrite. And then I'm like, ah, even if he runs for 200 yards and like two touchdowns, I still feel like BDN kind of comes through. Ah, uh, Kirk Cousins does it. He's gonna it, like when they throw, he's gonna throw like two picks or something like that because he it's prime time Kirk Cousins. This was tough. This was a really tough game for me to pick. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Bears on a very, very close game, and the only reason I'm giving the Bears the edge is because they're at home at Soldier Field. Yeah. I think the front four can hold Dalvin Cook to below 200 yards. Yeah. Like I said, like this is a very close game. I I, I picked the Vikings at the last second. I really did. So I really could see the Bears winning this game. It's definitely a 50-50 game. All right. All right. So, so recap, what you got? Um, I am picking the Titans, Browns, Steelers, Lions, Buccaneers, uh, Dolphins, Eagles, Packers, Bills, Broncos, Seahawks, Saints, Ravens, and Vikings this week. And this this week I have the Titans, the Browns, the Steelers, the Lions, the Buccaneers, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Packers, the Bills, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Saints, the Ravens, and the Bears. I want you to know I have an alternate. I, I the first four for me are all in one straight line for the first four. Like the right column is all winning, and then it alternates mm-hmm. left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, all the way down for the rest of it. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, anyway, I messed it up. Uh, the Jets, <laughs> the Jets, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Falcons are all on bye weeks this week. The only team that's really going to be missed this week is exactly the Chiefs. So, yeah, I I I don't miss the Falcons at all. All right, uh, and just for anyone for clarification. Uh, if anybody wants to know what our records look like this week, I went 10 and 4 in week 9. Eric went 8 and 6 with an overall ranking of for myself 90 and 43. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm 86 You're pretty and good too. You got 86 and 47. Yeah, I know. I yeah, we're doing kind of we're doing really well overall for sure. Yeah, um, shout out to us. Yeah. No one's break uh you, the best record of the of the entire thing so far has been Eric like single week is 13 and 3 still from Eric. Uh my my PB is 12 and 4. So I I I haven't cracked that four that four uh four loss one yet. So maybe yeah. this week I do it. Who knows. We'll have to see. Uh well let's be well we're going to be on a very similar uh track path this week. Like I um genuinely I like my picks. I see could see myself going 13 and 1. I because I do well think the Raiders win, but I can't. I can't root for them. Yeah, I could honestly low key. I could go undefeated. Like the Vikings could definitely win that game, but like I low key could just go undefeated. But the yeah, I really like my game. picks this week. And you know, I don't know. I never know what the Eagles like. This like bringing all these people back. It could be a chemistry thing too. But they all came back on a bye week, so it like helped out a little bit. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate every last one of you guys for coming in and hanging out during the podcast. You guys are the absolute and utter best. Um, and shout out to all you guys. The numbers are like obviously kind of what I expect from a podcast that just started with no crazy exposure. So I really appreciate all that support that you guys continue to show for us. Um, if you guys are interested, hit that like button. Make sure you follow us all on, on all our social medias, uh, including myself, Eric, and Behind the Plays social medias themselves. Links to those are down in the description or uh whatever the hell they're called on any other platform. I just know description because I play, I make YouTube videos a lot. So thank yeah. you guys so much for uh, hanging out. And uh, from Eric and I, that'll wrap things up for this week. We'll catch you guys in week 11, or the 10 recap, week 11 uh, preview. Uh, we potentially have some other things coming up for Behind the Plays when it comes to basketball. We do have a lot of basketball news going on right now, so we'll see what that holds in the future, just so you guys are aware. But with that, we're going to get Get Alpha Drops listening. on a Hockey Podcast. 
<laughs> true facts 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 <laughs> when, when they when they have some like i'm gonna get him on a fa podcast i'm gonna do all of my research just to get him on a free agent podcast just for just for alpha just for hockey just for hockey Oof. just for you hockey fans out there thank you guys for listening <laughs> have a great rest of your day uh we're gonna get him out of here peace out later